Hello, welcome to the Real Point Exchange. This is Adam, and today End is going to be running Reign of Terror, a Call of Cthulhu supplement. So, take us away, In. Hello, uh, like I said, we're going to be running uh, Call of Cthulhu Adventure during the time of the French Revolution. Um, it's going to be great, and I'm sure no one will lose their heads whatsoever. Uh, so... Uh, why don't we first have everyone introduce the characters, and then we'll kind of give a little info on what you're going to be fa- on what your life is, and we'll jump right in. All right. Well, hello, I'm Adam again, and I am playing Mikhail. How the fuck did I pronounce his last name? Bumains. Bumains. <laughs> Just Beaumont, say Beaumont. I think. Bumans. Bumans. <laughs> Again, guys, the accent just it forgives me. Like, well, just just you know what? Double down on the accent every time. Yeah, you just say your own name. Yeah. <laughs> now, uh, I am playing a soldier. I'm 29 years of age. I'm thin and very tall, stoop-shouldered, which I hope I am not in real life. And I have to duck my head with effort whenever you. I make. I want to make myself appear at the same height as everyone else. So I'm kind of. I guess mousy in a way is what I take it. Whenever, definitely when I talk to that asshole boss of mine, when, when, we'll introduce him in a moment. Is he mm-hmm. describing his character or his life? <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Damn it, Adam. Stop using this now as an tell outlet. Us, now tell us what your character looks like. <laughs> <laughs> Adam, I, I get it. Like, this is a lot cheaper than therapy, but it's not going to do you as much good. <laughs> No, but <laughs> I like, sorry, mental health isn't covered by Blue Cross and Blue Shield. So oh, that fucking sucks, dude. <laughs> I don't, I don't know if it is or not. Uh, anyway, Blue Cross Blue Shield doesn't exist during the Reign of Terror. I mean, if you if you get sick at this point, I mean, the best you could get is a bullet in the head or a guillotine, I guess. Or a guillotine. I'm sure. Look, I'm sure. La dama di la guillotine. Whatever. The guillotine is going to be fine. Look, the choppy, the neck chopper. Will totally take care of you. Anyways, a little choppy. Yeah, I do want to also point out that I have one eye. So in the land of the blind, the man with one eye is king. That's what I'm kind of banking on. I lost in a barroom fight because oh. you know Paris. Mm-hmm. It's actually sure. not too uncommon. Uh, Ethan, I am playing Theory Renault. I am also a soldier, but I'm a sergeant. So it means Adam has to do what I say. It's I'm his boss now. <laughs> tables have turned luckily unluckily for adam i am not blind uh so good luck uh let's see he's a uh he's broad-shouldered and thick-set with grizzled hair that's the entire description given on this uh character sheet has a half-healed hole though in his left cheek from a pistol shot he uh took from fighting the dutch so mm-hmm. only two things i can't stand it's people who are intolerant of other people's cultures and the dutch (laughs) i mean they did shoot you in the face i think that one's okay so joe want to introduce yourself yeah i certainly do um my my name is joe and he's using push to talk and he hates it (laughs) i will be i will be playing christoph pressy he's a young handsome daring man who sees Officership in his future, despite being a peasant. Uh, and that's really all there is to him. So there. And he's also a soldier. And well, you also... Ethan is also my boss. And you're also in a relationship with a... Uh, sir. Melody. Yes. Uh, the daughter of uh, the Comte Benoit, uh, who hates my guts. And uh, it's mutual. 
and last but not least, bonsoir. Uh, je m'appelle uh, Joseph Hugel. Um, that's about all the French you're getting out of me, roughly. Uh, <laughs> Don't speak moon. Talk to me, man. I am a 27-year-old uh, vivandier, which is basically a provisioner and scout. Um, and I'm totally not a woman. Totally. Seriously yep. not. Totally Just... not a woman. I, my my wife is definitely not my sister who is helping me with, with my disguise. <laughs> and my, my good-for-nothing husband is totally not back in Brittany, one-legged and infirm. Uh, and uh, yeah, that's me. That's Hello. Nope. Don't have a sister wife. Don't know what you're talking about. Why would you even bring that up? Yeah, I don't yeah, know. Crazy thing to say. That's such a weird God, guys. Come on. I didn't. I just asked you if you wanted some tea. I'm not a Targaryen. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Okay, let's I'm not, not a talk Habsburg. About... Let's not talk about the disappointment that that was. Not Anyways. being a Habsburg. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah, the there we go. Not a Habsburg. <laughs> okay. Well, these checks out of my book. Okay. So you guys are in the uh, Royal Army. Uh, the daily life kind of sucks for all the enlisted men, including the sergeant. He is not a royal officer. Uh, actually, no, you might be. Anyways, I don't really know. They don't give me the information. All I know is that life sucks, uh, especially because the state is broke from both American War of Independence and the Seven Years War. So that's, you know, really bad. And uh, there's also constant taxing, which means that hundreds of hundreds of uh, taverns have set themselves up outside of Paris, avoid the taxation on wine. And also bread prices have skyrocketed, which means that the poor can't eat, uh, which pisses off the third estate, which is the largest of the three estates, uh, first being the clergy and second being the nobility. And also, apparently rent is extremely hard to come by and they don't make a lot. So again, things are going to be great, though. I'm sure everything will be fine. Nobility is going to be fine. No revolution. But uh, first, uh, we're going to skip forward. 1794. It is June 1794. A two-wheeled cart with high wooden sides rumbles through the streets of Paris, drawn by a tired horse. Men and women stand in the back of the cart, some downcast, some weeping. One man holds his head high. His back is to us. We cannot see his face. The cart passes along a street lined with crowds. They jeer at the occupants of the cart, laughing and making gestures by drawing their necks sharply across their their fingers, sharply across their necks. But not everyone mocks the cart. A middle-aged woman with two young girls, aged seven or eight, pushes forward and looks anxiously at the cart, hugging the girls tight to her sides. A broken old man shakes his head as the cart goes by, while a dog with one black ear runs after the cart, barking. A soldier curses and aims a kick. The dog howls and runs off. A young woman with close-cropped blonde hair stands by the road, silent, face heavy with grief. A bearded man, his face lined with worry, leans on his crutch and yells a name in anguish. He cannot be heard over the jeers of the crowd. And a young man, his face old beyond his ears, looks at the cart with an air of resignation and turns away. The cart continues. The soldiers clear the way and keep the crowd at bay. Finally, the cart rolls into a large square. In its center stands Le Guillotine. The crowds throng around it. The cart reaches the base of the guillotine. The man steps out first, his head held high. We see his broad back as he ascends the steps of the guillotine. The executioner steps forward to push him down, but the man kneels of his own volition. We hear the clack, clack, clack of the women seated below knitting, their eyes fixed on the platform. The blade is poised, a shining length of bright, 
sharp steel. Light glints off in a small pattern on the blade. A cen- concentric, concentric circle. Words. Uh, the crowd holds its collective breath. Time stands still for an instant, and then the blade falls. But now we're going to do a time warp. Is he okay? Now we're getting ready to play Slink up. Nope. I don't think he's okay, guys. Oh, no. Okay. So anyways. That's a different that, genre. Yep. Time warp again. And we're going to go to June 2nd of 1789. For those that are wondering, no, the Bastille has not fallen yet. That's a little bit later. Yep, that's actually just a really little bit later. But for now, we're good. Uh, right now, you guys are actually uh, at the Catacombs of Paris. <clears throat> just in case you really want to know if you're sheet 118, uh, you can look at the map. It's going to be on location 8. But you guys are going to be located in the uh, Catacombs of Paris. You are um, unfortunately given the duty of helping uh, keep the workers uh, in order as they move hundreds of hundreds of hundreds of bones from all the local cemeteries to the catacombs. Uh, it has taken a long time and you guys get the night shift. So it's exactly at midnight. See Vince is already getting into character. Uh, <laughs> I'm leaning against my rifle. That's fair. Sergeant, this is bullshit. Where to follow orders. Uh, do you guys want to... So how do you guys... Do you want to help the uh, workers that are actually carrying the bones and even some of uh <clears throat> yeah the bones and uh corpses into the catacombs or do you want to go out uh and guard make sure the streets are clear of any trouble uh turns out like about a week ago the police are being super lax so uh when a cart came through they did nothing as a crowd attacked the priests that were helping move the cart and the cart was flipped over, and the priests were severely beaten. Uh, mm. As a vivandier, I think I would be looking out for trouble, keeping an eye out for carts on the way. No one's going to attack a bunch of workers dragging these bones back and forth. They don't have anything uh, to eat. Well, sure, they attacked them just last week. Uh, those were priests. You know how rich they are. Not every priest. This one was rich. Was I know. doing carrying bones? Well, he wasn't carrying bones. He was more just swinging some incense back and forth. He was blessing the route. I'm sure the incenser was gold. Melt that down. Buy a couple grain, a couple loaves of bread. I, I mean, I understand where they're coming from, but either way, these are violent times, and one can't be too careful. Let's keep an eye out. Sergeant, I will. I will step out into the street to keep an eye as well. I... Good man. Uh, is anybody else doing anything? Helping the workers? The two of us are walking. Going into the catacombs to make sure everything is going alright. Uh, there's a Dr. Renal who uh, is one of the royal physicians who is overseeing this. Uh, he's he's not... He's, uh, he's kind of a large, overweight man uh, who's constantly swipe, uh, wiping his brow with a handkerchief. Uh, more or less, he's like, get that over there and put that over there and come on faster, faster. Uh, kind of just not really doing any of the work, just ordering around. He's just a doctor. He is, yes, he is the doctor. He's a royal doctor. He's just a doctor. <laughs> is he like, like an army doctor or is he just a doctor doctor? No, he's uh, he's for the royal family. So he looks after the dolphin who's been sick. He's been appointed in charge by the king, so he probably outranks us. You don't know really why he's here. Uh, like overlooking this, but uh, you know, you were ordered by your captain, uh, Captain Milan, to do this. So, what are his mm-hmm. orders? All right. So, Hugo and Boma. 
Boma. I'm just gonna say Boma. Boma, uh, going out into the street. Is Pressy and the sergeant gonna do anything? Not unless ordered to. This is uh, neither glorious nor wealth creating. So I'm going to just kind of slack off if possible. Of course, you wouldn't point. want to sell your beautiful hands. <laughs> so were we just ordered to guard them? Uh, yeah, you were just really ordered. Well, you're ordered there also to make sure that, you know, uh, they do the job and that everything's order is kept. But yeah, you're pretty much there to make sure that a bunch of citizens don't get pissed off that their ancestors are being moved without their and then shoved into a, ca- a catacomb like a bunch of other Yeah. I mean, I'll stand guard, but I'm not going to, like, go seek any trouble. That's fair. Yeah, probably the same. Okay. Uh, so what I want is, can I have Hugel and Boma roll a spot hidden? That is a 12. So that is a moderate success. Okay. 30 under 70. 30 under 70. All right. So you both, uh, go out into the street. Uh, the lanterns are actually, uh, guiding some of the down the way. Um, seems to be clear. No trouble. However, you do spot a crumpled flyer uh, down by one of the, you know, on the cobblestone. Hmm. I pick it up. Okay. Uh, if you uncrumple it, you notice it's a, uh, seems to be some kind of propaganda piece. It's called, What is the Third Estate? Uh, it says, says, one, what is the Third Estate? Everything. Two, what, ha- what has it been until now? Nothing. Three, what will it become? Something. This is very informative. Uh, if you want I to roll a uh, no roll. I mean, like, out of character, I know what this is. Okay. I show it to uh, Bumani. No, I don't, I don't succeed yeah. my no roll, but, like, what do you make of this? Hmm. No roll. I'm looking at my stat right now. Is that intelligent? Uh, believe it. Just double check. Been a while. Uh, it, uh, it, yeah, it has. I believe that no roll is actually education. <laughs> huh. Like, isn't he the revolutionary? Wouldn't he know already? All right, yeah, sure. I'll I'll give it to you for free. Um, hold up, this guy's name is very. My French. my character is. Uh, I, I assume that I am against your Richard. Sayes, probably something like something along those lines. It's, it's very French. That's what I can tell you. It's uh, Emmanuel Joseph. Sa- yes, Sayes. Uh, who argues for the rights of the people against those of the established order of clergy and arist- aristocracy. Uh, he uses his printing press to basically print out propaganda against the first and second. As a result, he's not exactly the most popular man amongst the heirs. Uh, okay, well, I sort of shrug. Okay. Uh, it's a little late at night for this one. Yes, but if it was located so close to here, there may be some dissent in the ranks of the catacombs. I'm going to, if you don't, do not mind, I will step inside for a moment and alert the, uh, the sergeant. Uh, I do not mind. Sorry. I'll come back with you, I guess. Oh, okay. Best move in pairs in the dark. That's, that sounds good. I will say that the path from the street to the to the entrance of the catacombs is pretty lit, but it's not. Uh, also, as you're in the street, you do notice that there are uh, carts still coming down the street towards the catacombs as it's it's every single cemetery in France, which you're not par- France, Paris, which is a lot. Uh, sergeant, Sergeant, uh, it's probably nothing, but I've just, uh, I didn't. Uh, our good friend uh, Joseph here just found uh, a bit of uh, propaganda. Just thought I'd let you uh, you know in case uh, we have some, uh, you know, people that aren't uh, agreeing with uh, the powers that be. 
That is good to know. I'll take it and read it. And then I'll step back outside. And Joe, you're playing Pressy? That's correct. Okay. I'll uh I'll brief Pressy on uh what they found outside and tell him to keep but, a sharp eye out. Both of you can uh if if you guys uh if they didn't tell you it was by say is you can roll no. Yeah. Oh you say is education? Yes, it's education. Ah. Critical success. I wrote it. <laughs> your pressing I rolled a one. Your, your science. Oh, that's right, a, that's secretly. even a credit. That's yeah. Rolled a one. That's yeah. That's a credit success. I got a twenty-seven. You dated him once. It's a part affair. Shh. See, if you read the letters out of order here, first letter of each word spells out Pressy is a is a dick. <laughs> Sad but true. <laughs> See here, it's as pressy as a blur. This is how he broke up with me <laughs> through anagrams. Oh my god! No, no, by uh, attempting to uh, foment a, revu- a revolution that would inevitably get me killed. I actually love the aristocracy. I just really hate Prezi. <laughs> like, the moment. What if he wrote? Yeah, if he he's like the only way he could make the acronyms was to act, was to write revolutionary pamphlets. That was the whole point. <laughs> It's like, ah, shit, I need another word that begins with R. Fuck it, revolutionary. Here we go. <laughs> I'm sure this flash, one... flash forward a couple of years, he's like, boy, it's my face red. <laughs> there is is like Ooh. your like love language for like picking up your clothes off the floor when you come home. Wow. Uh, that Those letters got out of hand real quick. Oh, <laughs> man. Uh, so, uh, who went back out to the streets? I never left. Yeah. Okay, so you two, so I, we're back, yeah. We're, yeah, uh, so you two, um, you actually, uh, some time just passes a little bit, uh, and you actually hear uh, what appears to be the, the sound of hooves clattering against the the stone, um, and you see a white carriage with red trim speeding into view as sparks fly from its wheels. Uh, uh, it is, is not there, slowing. Yeah, it's, it's not slowing at us. It's coming uh, down the street. Now, here's the problem. Down the street means that it is basically passing um, workers that are trying to move these heavy-ass crates. Uh, car- not crates, carts. I'm sorry. Well, I know one way to stop a horse. Well, uh, you can attempt... If you want, you could actually roll decks to possibly grab a worker and push them out of the way so that they are not crushed by the carriage. Uh, Adam, were you saying something? I was in, I was actually just you know I kind of got a running stick of shooting animals. You but could, uh, if you want to kill the horse, that's fine. It's just I coming don't at you. Want to kill a horse, even though when I was in Paris, I saw that it was literally on the fucking menu there. I will try to pull someone out of the way. I I rolled a twenty on decks to pull a worker out of the way. Okay, I rolled a fourteen. Okay, you both uh, managed to grab two workers as uh, the cart that they are uh, trying to pull down the street is clipped by the carriage, and actually a wheel falls off uh, from the cart of the cart of the cart. The cart bones slide onto the street, uh, but the uh, carriage just keeps on going. If someone can, if both of you can actually roll me spot hidden and just tell me who got the lowest, doesn't matter if you fail or succeed. One. <laughs> I did not see it. There's bone dust in my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's bones everywhere. Uh, Adam. Or oh, sorry. No. Uh, Beaumont. 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 You see uh, 
through the open window of the carriage, you get a momentary glance at a well-dressed nobleman. He seems to be kissing the neck of a young woman, but he actually raises his eyes and manages to lock eyes with you. Just for a brief seconds, and you can see a smile curl on his lips. Uh, It almost feels like time is standing still as you're drawn into his gaze, and then, boom, the carriage is gone, careening up the street, heading north. Uh, the work, two workers that you've saved are damn Aristos! They don't care anything about the poor. Or the uh, dead. <laughs> no, or the dead. They desecrate everything. Well, thank you. I appreciate your uh, you getting me out of the way. Getting both of us uh, out of the way. It's not a problem. Uh, we've got to stay in this together, brother. Yep. Beaumont, I need you to roll me one more uh, no roll. You know what? I don't know shit, though. Oh, EDU 60. Apparently I am. It's at the top of the sheet. <laughs> Yeah, it's not a skill, it's a stat. Alright, I got a 17. I'm rolling good with these Rower Dice Cup from EasyRowerDiceCup.com. Alright, you've actually seen this carriage before. Uh, you don't know the owner, but you've seen it uh, traveling with the same breakneck speed on the forest road through Nanterey, uh to the west, traveling towards or away from Paris. Hmm. Well, Joseph, I believe I... If I'm not mistaken, though, I do feel like I'm doing my worst Van Damme impersonation of all time. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> but if I'm not mistaken, I believe it was a nobleman, and he uh, was um, getting a little frisky with a woman, if you know what I mean. And I I swear, I think I've seen that carriage. Where the fuck did I see that carriage? I mumbled to myself. Uh, oh, okay. No, I really don't know. I'm, I'm... Oh, oh. <laughs> Nantere. Non- I'll type it in the chat. Nantere. Mm-hmm. Nantere. You've seen it. Uh, traveling at breakneck speeds to and from Paris through that forest. Seems like that old nobleman only knows how to haul ass. I'm oh. talking about the speed. Not his uh, liaison. Uh-huh. Uh, I shrug. <laughs> it's just how they are. We work for the wrong. And I'm going to start helping helping the workers pick up the bones. Yep. All right. So then we cut. The camera swishes around and goes back to uh, the sergeant and uh, Bressy. FYI, for anyone who cares, uh, that is like one crossing of the Seine. No, it's two crossings of the Seine over from Paris. It's in like a loop of river. I okay. actually didn't know that, so that's actually pretty helpful. So, <laughs> Vince, if you happen to know anything about Paris territory or geography, please do feel free to enlighten us because all I have is murder and pictures of horrible things happening. So the sun goes like through Paris and it kind of like oxbows out to the south. Uh, it curves out to the southeast, southwest, and then goes back up north and then back down south again. And Nanterre is in between like one of these loops. Not the first loop, but the second loop. Like, woo, it's right there. Okay. All right. So we cut back to the sergeant and Pressy. Uh, you two hear. Uh, a scream coming from the inside of the catacombs and a number of workers just suddenly rush out. I'll oh. see what it is. I charge in. <laughs> and that's it. You see what that is. They're rushing out of. Okay. Well, they're rushing out of the catacombs itself. So if you're going to go into the catacombs, okay. Yep. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to go right with them. I snatch okay. a, a right. lantern up so we can see. Yes. Uh, there, I, I will let you know that the, that the catacombs are lit. However, uh, it, it does not hurt to have an extra lantern. I'll take uh, draw my saber out of its scabbard and lit. <laughs> get off! I love how you guys are like, yeah, get on in there. <laughs> Listen, I mean, 
We're hired to protect these people, so we don't. Our characters to. don't know it's a Call of Cthulhu scenario, right? No, I just uh, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Uh, anyway, so so you guys go down into the catacombs. Um, it's dark. Uh, <laughs> Adam with his pictures. <laughs> um, damn it, Adam. Uh, it's dark. Uh, it's eerie. Um, it's even a little bit damp. Uh, spiral staircase leads straight down far below street level. Uh, the stair exits into a small chamber beyond which stretches corridors just filled with bones. Um, do you see lamps kind of placed near the end of each section uh, and footprints and uh, cart uh, wheel prints uh, from the carts uh, that you know clearly show where the workers were moving everything. Um, the also I want to point out that the ceiling is super low. Is Pressy tall or was that Boma? Boma okay, is so, tall, yeah. Okay, so the ceiling is still pretty low. Uh, when you guys actually charge in, uh, the dust kind of catches in your throat, uh, which makes both speaking and breathing kind of unpleasant. Uh, so it looks like everyone's catching bone dust today. Gross. Uh, yeah. We're going uh, to get the mummy rod. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um... I cast remove disease. <laughs> damn, damn it, Joseph. Stop playing those D&D games. I cannot. <laughs> <laughs> Swoon. David Joseph, I needed you to be a manly man. <laughs> well, uh, anyway, sorry. Sorry. Look, I'm just yeah. You picked Hugo. Don't don't look at me. Uh, so you guys feel the atmosphere of death is just it's everywhere. You are staring at bones upon bones, skulls lined up, uh, of just countless dead. Uh, I need you ever. I need you guys to roll me sanity as you are. Uh, Basically, faced with the evidence of your own mortality. Eat. Uh, it's be a forty-two under eighty. I fail. Oh, okay. I, so I can't die. Lose... I'm too young. Yeah, you you lose uh one sanity as you drop your lantern. Who? Both of us, or hit just him? Just him. Just him. Eat. Uh, luckily, there's still ah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there's a there's a uh there's a worker kind of carrying cowering. In the corner. What does it matter? You haven't seen a dead body before. It's it's it is not a dead body. It's it's a demon. There's a demon down here. What do you mean a demon? Uh uh, uh but no. He he saw a demon down that way, and he points towards farther into the catacombs, down uh farther the path that the workers are taking. Uh, he says it's an unfriendly spirit to the of our ancestors. Be angry with us for moving all their bodies. Did uh. Did the doctor run out too, or is he still? No, the doctor has been outside. The whole okay, time. so I knew I would know he's. When you when you when actually the workers run out ran out, he was all angrily yelling at them to get back to work. You know, don't you no, know, don't run oh. away. Get back to work. Get it back in there. That kind of stuff. Wait, wasn't that the doctor though? The guy who saw the. No, Renault. Renault was just a it was a random worker that I just made up. Oh, okay. I thought uh, that was the same the, name as the doctor. Uh, uh, Regalt. Ah. Regalt, Dr. Regalt. I'll, I'll okay. type his name in. I'll type his name in. I uh, wipe my brow and then pick the, the lantern back up and say, uh, uh, Sergeant, I was raised by a priest, so I know how to handle these sorts of situations. I'm sure, sure the demon doesn't exist. Uh, I'll, I'll go check it out. Yes, you go on, go on in front there. Yes. <laughs> um, I'll okay. take up the rear. 
Right. I draw my uh, oh. rapier, I suppose. Do you have a rapier? I think that's what it says on the character sheet. I mean, if it says on the character sheet, you have it on the character sheet. I'm just, look, I'm just checking, seriously. I don't I, I don't know all the character sheets. That's fine. Uh, all, all I know is you have gun that goes bang, and you have bayonet that goes stab. And <laughs> right, but you, punch. bayonet doesn't, go real, doesn't work real well with one hand, so sword it is. Oh yeah, I forgot you only have one hand. <laughs> no, I... I have both hands. That's another oh. character not being played, but I'm carrying something in one hand. Okay. The He's lantern. got the lantern. Okay, enough about hands. I, I made a mistake on that point. All right. Uh, that's going to hopefully be edited out or not. No, no, no. Uh, <laughs> in. Oh, okay. <laughs> Guys, I'm going to use both hands. Oh. It's weird uh, that you're using both hands with a rapier, but I will not critique technique. <laughs> Uh, so as you, I need you to roll me a spot hidden as you actually venture into the catacombs, the sounds from above fading. Uh, well, the only thing you can hear is the whimper of the one, uh, worker behind you that seems to actually echo a bit as still faintly as you move further into the darkness. Both of us or? No, uh, the guy who's in front. 55 okay. out of 65. Oh, okay. That is awesome. secret. Uh, no, there's no, uh, in, in Call of Cthulhu, there's no... We don't crit on double. Ah, uh, well, alright. That's fine. Still, it's it's a good pass. Passing yeah, is good. I, I pass. I see it. Uh, un- unfortunately. So, <laughs> yes, I, it, it is unfortunate. Uh, you seem to... As you move the lantern across, uh, you actually catch a, uh, what appears to be a crouching figure in the darkness, but what really draws your attention is the yellow gleam in their eyes. Ooh. It's probably just a reflection from the lamp. Uh, Who goes there? Uh, the figure uh, uh, kind of almost pulls back, startled, and then uh, uh, rushes away. Sergeant, there was definitely someone there, and he ran. We're going to chase him. Yes, let's go after him. Yes. Uh, just hold on. I need to see your stats really quick because I need to know something. Imagine the power. Uh, no, it's more how to not get lost. Uh, okay. Well, I guess while we're 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 outside, and I guess we're like oh yeah, no, you guys can workers. hear you hear you hear all this. You hear all this. I was basically just I wanted these two guys to to because they're right there. But yeah, you guys actually hear the commotion happening from from the back. Should we go? I, I believe so. Let's go check. All right. I uh, pull out like I, I just my bayonet and I go in. Like, there's no reason to try to shoot a rifle in such an enclosed space. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh, I need someone to roll me tracking. Uh, oh. Track will be ten percent on the default. Or I'll double check on. Or that. you can wait for me to get there. I've got it at. Uh, I've got track at six. <laughs> hold on, guys. We have to wait for this. I just want the sergeant to be like, hold on. We have to wait for sixty percent to hold to run up. <laughs> I, I've seen Boomon. No, go ahead. Keep playing. All right. All right yeah. Now track is ten percent. Uh, default. So I need both of you to roll me tracking. <laughs> me? Joe and Ethan. Joe, no, Joe and Ethan. Oh, oh. oh alright. I did not I realize that. Yeah, I Basically, both of you, you need to be more specific. I will be more specific. I will stop playing the pronoun game. Ooh, don't worry, everybody. I have track at 20%. I've got this under control. 82. <laughs> okay, so Better you're like, I, I think he went this way. And you guys do like a full loop and end up in the, uh, the, the skull area, which is, you know, also not a great area to be. The skull area, you said? Yeah, there's a specific area where it's just full of skulls. 
Oh, one of those chambers where it's just like uh, gothic yeah. as fuck. Gothic as yeah, gothic as fuck. It's just Sergeant. I don't see skulls. him here. Just many skulls. I see this place is gothic as fuck. <laughs> Some might call it that. Yes. <laughs> so uh, you two can hear. You two can uh, both uh, uh, the sergeant and Pressy can hear. Uh, did both Hugo and Boma go down? Yeah, I thought I think we so. did. Yeah. Okay, so you two, uh, so Sergeant and uh, Joe, Sergeant and Pressy, Pressy. Can, hear, can hear uh, uh the voices of Hugel and Beaumont as they come down. Uh, Beaumont and Hugel, you see a cowering worker. Hello, Sergeant. Oh, a cowering worker. Hello, you see a cowering, cowering worker. worker. <laughs> uh, uh, Sergeant, can you can hear your name uh, echo throughout the chamber? Uh, I, I guess I kneel down. We'll use. Charm to calm this poor bastard down. Sure. Can you tell me what you're going to say to him? I will decide based on my role. Okay. I got a 70 over 50, so it's not effective. I just kind of like... <laughs> I'm basically like, what? What happened? Which is not uh, calming. <laughs> uh, uh, there was a demon. Uh, the family ancestors are, are angry at us for moving their bodies without permission. I, I, I just... I just on him. <laughs> Quick, let's find the sergeant. He's a madman. I, I do not know. At the sound of, of hearing a, him call for the sergeant, I, Miguel, is that yes. you? Not not you. I'm like, <laughs> I apologize. Oh. I'm distracted by the skulls. <laughs> uh, yes, yes, yes. Uh, we're coming. We're coming. Quick, Joseph. Oh, oh that reminds me. Hugel and Boma, you have to roll sanity. Fuck! Low ceiling. Why? Because you're uh, faced with the Extreme evidence of mortality as you're surrounded by the dead. I amputated my husband's leg. But He's I'll not dead. Roll. He's not dead. It was gross. It was often Did worse. he die? No. no. I got 24 out of 70. I think I'm fine. You're I, fine. I, I'm using this as supporting evidence. Yep. <laughs> uh, yeah, I passed my sanity check. All right, well. you're fine. So, Pressy <laughs> so, is just the. So far, the, the only one who just gets squeamish is, is Pressy. Well, <laughs> it's in the name. Because, okay, <laughs> all right, I'm glad I didn't make the joke, but I was thinking it. All right. Uh, what's going on, uh, Sergeant? I think saw a man. Hmm. Yes, with yellow eyes. Probably just a reflection of the light, of course. Oh, John is terrible. Yes. Perhaps oh, he was squalid, too much. squalid conditions. His liver's going out. Find that Perhaps. man. All right, so I will roll track. I'll roll spot hidden. And I wrote a 16, so that's a moderate one, not a super high success. I, mean, I get a 39 out of 70 on my spot hidden, so I guess I'm just like helping him find scuff marks or something. Dang. Here, hand me that lantern, press here. Okay, so um, what I'm going to do, is, I'm just going to speed it up a little bit. Uh, you managed to do, uh, you, you managed to discern uh, between the workers' marks and what appears to be something. Uh, the marks are definitely human-shaped. However, the toes appear to be uh, pointed. Uh, and He hasn't been clipping his toenails. Little, almost a little bit more elongated than a normal human foot would norm- would be. Uh, when you get to a certain... When you get uh, to a certain point, though, they just kind of disappear. Interessant. Uh, Where could he have gone? Uh, I have no idea. I mean, I, we we both tracked him right here. It just 
spot hidden. I'd like to look and see. Like, is there? A... Sure. I'm gonna. All you do is spot hidden, and then something else is gonna happen. All right. That sounds foreboding. All right. So I I'm look around. Re- I'm not uh, genre savvy enough to know that I should be pulling on skulls, look for hidden passages. So <laughs> I rolled a ten, which is a extreme success. Okay. Nice. Uh, so you almost kind of notice something in the in the sides of you might also just to point out you might want to write this down for later reference notes in the sessions yeah uh just you know, uh word of god uh right what i'm about to say you almost notice sort of like a depression into the side of the the the, the catacombs okay. uh but as you you are getting closer you hear uh you're actually captain mulan Lon's voice say uh sergeant sergeant are you down there yes sir we are down here get your men you must come up at once there's something uh an urgent matter that be attended to men fall in and follow me okay have you noticed percy that he leads when it's like this that he what oh i thought you were talking to me i forgot oh. my character's fucking name <laughs> it might be better to write down your character's name uh i guess before we before we head out i just kind of push on the depression feel it a bit uh it feels a little loose do you yeah yeah it feels a little loose yeah uh, I do have enough learning to be literate, I think. So are you going to read the skulls? No, no, no. I was going to like make a little. I mean, I oh, I don't actually think I have anything on me to leave a note. Uh, no. So I mean, maybe just... you could. Maybe you could write something out in gunpowder. Joseph I'll... was here. No, that's too much. That's too much effort. I'll just. Uh, I'll just carve my initials. P.S. I'm out of gunpowder. Okay. <laughs> I'll just make a like a scratch in the in the wall here. Are you gonna Dude, make a scratch? Or are you gonna write your initials? That's a scratch, not my initials. It's weird with my initials there. All right, I'll say it's a very specific uh, scratch. Yeah. Uh, okay, but you write that down for later sessions. Yep. Made at depression in catacombs. No, just in my depression. I mean that's also good, you know, fighting, <laughs> depre- making a scratch at depression. That's also a good thing. I've been banning my depression. <laughs> you know, I mean there are different. Yeah, I mean. Anyways, moving on. Um, so, uh, Captain Malon, Louise Malon, uh, he's a tall man, uh, black mustache and steely eye, blue eyes, uh, steel blue eyes. Uh, definitely, he's been, he's been in the army for a very long time. Is everything uh, I want to be? Yes, mostly an uh, officer. So <laughs> yes, uh, he is definitely not left wanting. Uh, unlike you guys, maybe not the sergeant, but you guys, yeah, definitely left wanting. Uh, sergeant, I need you to yes, go. I need you to go to uh, the printing press at uh, Rue de la Hop. Uh, the landlady there says that there's apparently been a murder. I do. Yes. Uh, I do not trust the corrupt and inefficient police force to investigate this crime properly. Uh, mm-hmm. So I want you to I lead see. the investigation. Uh, I can't do I that. You should know there has been a uh, disturbance in the catacombs. Oh, uh, uh, do not worry. I will be here to uh, take care of all the your guard duty, and I'll investigate that. Uh, Spreading press should be a short distance away. Uh, I provided horses for you and your men. Pressing well. notes to himself. All right, to become an officer, insult the gendarmerie. 
before you guys leave, actually, uh, Malone grabs your arm, uh, Renault, and leans down close so that no one else can hear. Says, I know that you, uh, I give you instructions to investigate the crime, but I would also like to know what was being printed at this uh, establishment. Understood. Make sure to try and keep the rabble out of it. Very well. All right. Off you go. Salute him in. I don't know what the French salute was in 1780, so it was a salute. Uh, yeah. If you know what that salute is, listener, pretend I did that. Yeah. <laughs> Adam Scott Glancy, if you're listening. Imagination. <laughs> yes, Phantom Scott Glancy is listening. Please inform me everything that I'm getting wrong in the history of <laughs> France in the comment section. <laughs> uh, so, as you guys are going uh, off uh, with your horses, uh, you don't need ride rolls at this moment because there's nothing uh, going on uh, that would... Dangerous horse off-roading isn't happening. Yes, dangerous horse off-roading. Um, as, however, as you uh, go towards the uh, printing press, you actually get close to a bakery, uh, which if you are looking at the map on 118 is location 13. However, if you don't really want to, it doesn't really matter. Uh, you get to the uh, to this area and you can actually hear sort of a noises angry shouting uh just outside uh people in their uh nightgowns or uh you know like just kind of hastily put on clothes seem to be uh, are located outside of this uh, uh bakery uh, uh, another yeah. bread riot it appears to be they're they're shouting for this baker to get you know give us food you bastard don't hold it all to yourself and the baker uh, is actually, he's out there. And he's saying, please, please, I, I already sold the bread in advance. I don't I have little flour to to give you. And I, I had to fulfill my orders. I need something else. to. I need to eat myself. And they're like, you're lying, you bastard. Sergeant, uh, do you want to do anything about this, Sergeant? We have orders. Okay, I think I do have a persuade at 50. So, uh, Sergeant, if I may. A uh, gentleman, he... he he is just a simple worker, much like all, much like all of us. Like we, uh, please cut the man some slack. He, his family starves like yours does. So I'm gonna try to bullshit my way through that. How fat this baker is? And I wrote a 27. So cup, if you would like to buy an easier roller dice cup, please tell him that we sent you. So <laughs> if if I'm allowed to persuade them, in I have persuaded them. It is not up to me. It's up to the sergeant. Right, no, I just fucking overstepped him. Okay. All right. So, you, you, yeah, no, you, uh, you, there, they, there was grumbling, but you seemed you, you've, you've, you've reached the heart of the, of the people, and they go and they, they disperse. I'm, I'm I'm sorry, Sergeant. I'm, I'm impassioned by their plight. I, I take care of my ailing father, and if it wasn't for my money, he would starve as well. I kind of, I see a bit of myself in them. I do understand. Good job calming them down. So how, yeah, how does everyone else feel about the whole situation of, of people are starving to death in the streets? Other than Adam and uh, I guess Ethan, I don't know how how Ethan's character feels about this actually. Uh, he actually thinks that the monarchy should be replaced by the constitutional monarchy. That's fair enough. Okay. Uh, you do not starve in Quimpe. Pressy, a penny for your thoughts. It is truly. A shame that people should be driven to this, but I am certain the famine will soon be over. I hope. They should oh, join exactly. the army. 
Three hops and a cot. <laughs> oh man, truly needs. Pull themselves up by their bootstraps. Indeed, indeed. Yes. That's my plan. They've done eight the bootstraps, Pressy. <laughs> well, that's the last thing you should eat. How else are you supposed to get up? Yeah, cut cut to some guy who's like, bootstrap stew for sale. Finest bootstrap stew in Paris. No, I'm sorry. I'm on a diet. I can't have bootstrap stew. <laughs> are those are those low fat bootstraps? Oh, those have the eyelets on them. I can't eat that. <laughs> All right. All Ian, right. You may continue with your game. Okay. No, thank you. Uh, so you guys end up going get to the uh, printing press uh, at, in the Rue de la Harpe, which I will just call Harp now. Uh, the Street of the Harp. Yep. The Harp Street of the Harp. Uh, it's in location 14 on the city map. Uh, I'll just keep saying that. And blah, blah, blah. Uh, looks like it takes up the whole ground floor in a long and dark tenement building. Uh, you can already see that the wooden door has been kicked open and a group of people uh, stand outside, frightened, uh, summon their ner- their nightshirts, uh, as you saw from the, the crowd before, uh, clutching candles and lanterns, trying to peek, uh, uh, peek in. Um, you see uh, a couple of them are shouting, you know, it's the damn Aristos, they've done this! And, and when they see you, you get, like, some cold looks, uh, while others are simply crossing themselves and mumbling prayers. Uh, doesn't appear anyone has ventured inside, though. Uh, as you get much closer, though, you see a white-faced woman sitting on a nearby step. Her hair is disheveled, and her eyes seem to be staring at nothing. I'll kind of kind of call out to the crowd as we make our way through to, to the... I assume to make our way through to the building. Everyone calm down, we will get to the bottom of this. That was actually pretty... Uh, that was an alright... That was an all right French accent. Good shit. Um, Got to step up your game, Vince. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm sorry. I'm very out of practice. Um, I uh, will hop off my horse and um, offer the crying lady a handkerchief. Uh, okay. She uh, she takes it. Uh, she her she's not crying right now, but she her eyes are definitely so definitely takes it. Uh, she. Uh, I'll need you to roll me a uh, uh, persuasion to persuasion? kind of sure yes persuasion charm some either one to get her out of this kind of like dead-eyed stupor. You've seen kind of soldiers go into this when they've seen something horrible for the first time. Uh, sixty-eight out of seventy barely made it. Okay. Um, she's having a bad day. Yeah, she's like, oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Um, uh, are are you are you here to for the for the 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 dead? Yes. I. What what did I took it you know him? Yes, this was um this was uh give me one second. This is uh Huston? No, this was uh printer this was printer Raymond. Raymond. Um he was uh he was one of the, the number numerous uh journalists around town. He printed out he used this place as a printing press. Uh, uh I with the landlady, uh Madame Bosat. Madame, we will have to uh, examine the premises. Uh, of course, of course, of course. Um, did Are you... Raymond have any enemies? I'm just gonna, like, talk to her while everyone else examines the inside. Well, he was... He, he printed out very, um... Uh, damn it, sorry, I'm thinking of the word. Very, um... Inflammatory? Thank you. Inflammatory uh, pieces, um... That were not popular with the first and second estate. He, uh... Did, uh yeah, uh, I... I I wouldn't say that he was the most popular, and there probably would be 
people to hurt him. Um, in fact, an Aristo came looking for him just about uh, after midnight. That's odd. Do you, do you know the Aristo's name? No, no. He he um, he uh, he had a white carriage, and um, he he wore a dark cloak. Um, I, I think I found it strange. He he dabbed. He was dabbing his lips with what appeared to be a woman's handkerchief. Uh, he he asked for uh, Monsieur Monsieur. Uh, fuck, I can't remember that. Monsieur Monsieur. Asked for Raymond. Raymond. Monsieur Raymond. Uh, he um, were his lips. Why was he dabbing his lips with a handkerchief? I, I don't know. I, I I looked at the carriage and all I saw was a pale hand that flopped out. I I was so scared. I just I, I slammed the door. I, I I bolted it right away. I don't want to. There, there were these horrible sounds that that came from the printer's room soon after. But I I, I couldn't. I was too scared. It's all right. It's all right. Um. I, I I guess we can like. I'm I'm just trying to emotionally support her. I suppose. Um. I don't know what anybody else is doing. I don't want to like hog all the airtime. Uh, you guys can you guys can get that as a as a uh, through whatever mind player link hive mind bull bull crap you can get all that information. Okay. Uh, if someone wants to give me a spot hidden for possibly where the carriage had been drawn up, like some like clearly someone could have been nearby and listening to this and just like walked in and told everybody else. I don't care. Yeah, yeah, I've got pretty decent spot hidden. Okay, yeah, if someone else. Wants to just give me spotted and just roll it. Yeah, go for it, Ethan. Ooh, thirty-three. Nice. Oh, uh, one away from thirty-two would have been um, the fifty percent success. So I was one away from that. Damn. You can spend luck, but I mean, I don't you think don't you'll need. Do it. It. Don't yeah. do it. I spend all my luck. No. <laughs> all right. So you see everything. <laughs> You see the you see the Shoggoth about to eat you. Good. <laughs> I thought it was gonna be investigation, but it was just murder. Dun dun. Your murder. Bah. Uh so you notice uh what appears to be fresh horse manure uh nearby. Uh and also impressions left in the uh ground uh that were clearly made by a carriage. Um however you do notice uh what appears to be a white handkerchief, uh, lace. Very expensive. Uh, Covered in human skin. Uh, no, but that would be cool. I mean, not cool, but like you get the point. Uh, do you pick it up? Uh, because I don't. Because this is the uh, 18th century, and there's no such thing as fingerprinting. Yes. Uh, you uh, when you pick it up, you notice uh, what appears to be it's, it. It has some blood stain on it. Uh, but you do can tell you can you can uh, make out a monogram of MA on it. Hmm. That's what you got. That's outside the. That's and this is all outside the printing press. Interesting. So can I? I don't know. It might be kind of silly to ask a hysterical woman if she recognizes a handkerchief, but uh, she replies to the sergeant, "Uh, no, no, I, I've never seen that before, and I don't know who MA would be." There's not men who uh. Who would buy it in the garage? Well, if you found it over by where the carriage, it makes some sense, doesn't it? Did you say it does make sense? It does make sense, yes. Yeah. Well, f- folks, I, I can't help but uh, notice that um, we, uh, uh, Joseph and I, have, uh, we encountered uh, the carriage uh, like before we rushed into the catacombs. It was careening down the street in front of the catacombs quite wildly. It almost hit two workers and it hit a cart, and I could have swore. And I, it's it, it bewitches me, but 
and I looked at the carriage, I saw the an, an aristocratic fellow. It seemed like he was leaned over a woman and like uh, looked like they were about to embrace. He looked at me, but I mean, this don't seem right. But I mean, if like we've got kind of a time for the murder, so to speak. Uh, women. Playing the scene of the crime, surely. How did we know it was the same cart? It was a white white carriage. I mean, do I, you remember the crest on the cart? I don't think I saw that. I don't remember that being detailed. I've seen the cart before, though. I've seen it traveling, and then I dumped that place so I did not write down. I've I've seen this cart before, but I, you know, I've not like I do not rec- know of any emblems. So, like, yes, I could perhaps give you an area, but uh, but near the winding rivers, but. Um, yeah, that's, that's all I remember. I'm sorry. I hope I did if, not overstep myself. If this was an aristocrat who performed this murder, uh, is that something we truly wish to investigate? The captain gave us an order, did he not? The captain may reconsider when he dis- de- <laughs> understands who our suspect is to be. Mm. Well, no. we we should let the captain make that decision once we've made an assessment of the site. For now, we are under orders. Um, we should take a look inside. I shrug. The crowd is still there, by the way. Okay. Uh, Sergeant, do you, do you want to perform this investigation with observers? I would prefer not to, but there's no... I think he's gonna I'll be take first. care of that, Captain. All right, <laughs> step out. <laughs> Good. Good. Sergeant. Now get out of here! There's nothing to see here! Go back to your homes! <laughs> get going! Come on! Okay. Uh, I'll just do. see... <laughs> I'll just say you succeed right away, because uh, that was a great performance. Uh, see, you, so uh, you hear grumbling. In fact, one guy goes, "Ah, oh, you're just tools of the aristocrat." As he, as they, uh, they leave. <laughs> like while he's doing all that, like turn to to Hugel and like I use that same way with words, does he not? <laughs> Mas- master of diplomacy, easy. And uh, away with wild gestures too. Yes, it's very, very dramatic. Yes, I saw the spit fly from his face. Oh, we okay. So, um, I believe they're all gone, Sergeant. <laughs> <laughs> I believe you are right. Uh, I'm fine. <laughs> you okay? Yeah, you okay there, Vince? I'm fine. <laughs> okay. Uh, so I'm gonna read this. Uh, are you stepping into the house? Yes, I sense a stiffy this way. Oh, wait, okay. this sounds bad. No, don't say that. Yeah, no, no that that's you don't. I hope wah, not. Wah. Wah, wah. That's a treason. Uh, so I'm, what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna read this, and then I'm gonna have you guys go to the page just so you can get an idea. Sure. Okay. So when you enter, um, you're immediately first thing is even before you get into the door, you're immediately uh, uh assaulted with the stench of fresh blood. Uh, when you when you open the door. Uh, a horrific sight greets you. Um, what appears to be uh, the printer, his wife, and two teenage sons all hanging by their feet from the rafters. All Ooh. have had their throats slashed with such force to expose the bone. Bloody paper has been wadded into their mouths. Headless dog lies near the door. The head is closed, is close by. Lips drawn back from the teeth as though the brave animal was mid-snarl before when decapitated by someone coming through the door. Uh, the Inside the building, you see, also inside the building, you see the printing press is, a lar- is in a large room. Uh, is, is a large room. There are four tables with angled tops for typesetting, uh, two large printing presses, uh, and, you know, like a normal printing press. So I need everyone to give me uh, 
Oh, and uh, appears to be uh, the uh, some kind of pattern on the floor right below the bodies. Uh, I need everyone to roll me sanity. Oh, of course. That sounds logical. <sighs> I'm just finishing this uh, note. Pass with a 27. Uh, okay. 38. That's a failure. 36 <laughs> under 70? Okay, anyone who fails, uh, I'm going to have you lose one point. Mm. Anyone who succeeds, uh, you don't lose. Yeah. Because uh, this is... Uh, whoever does fail, uh, you feel very sick to your stomachs. Like this is like the most horrifying thing, and you give out you give out a little uh, uh, gasp. <gasps> Slaughtered like haven't cattle. You, haven't you seen a whole family <laughs> hung, hung from the rafters with their throats slit and a dog decapitated with strange markings on the floor before? What's wrong with you? He hasn't been in um... Paris very long, I think. <laughs> This is like an uh, everyday thing on Tuesday. Uh, country people are not used to the big city. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm just going to let wow. you guys role play out, and then we'll get on a bit. Uh, this is they, bad. They, killed, they even killed the dog. I will examine the... Like, how's the cut on the dog? Yeah, is it clean? Um, is it sharp or blunt force is what I'm asking. I'm going to say it's... It's, uh, it's actually... I'm going to say blunt force. Oh, so it's like torn. Yeah. Ugh. Yikes. What kind of Aristo could do this? Like physically do this? That's sanity. Me? That's it. That's ridiculous. How could a human being rip off a dog's head? Oh yeah, sure. I can. I can make that roll. <laughs> I I fail by four. Fuck. Uh, that's a one. Uh, how could Arist? How could a human being rip off a dog's head? I mean, I. I'm gonna make a note of sanity. He really did not like that dog. I'm just saying. Clearly. It's, uh, it's clearly. Uh, you're going to jump to a logical conclusion. It's just like, that's not very. Uh, by the way, I will say that if you want, go to page 24 to see the uh, map. Uh, is the dog well fed? Just out of curiosity, because everybody's starving to death. And I, I would say it's more well fed on what they could find. on. So they like throw rats and, and probably like. Like most people, if they're going to feed a dog at this point, they're, what they're probably going to do is going to feed whatever scraps they could find. So it's not exactly the most well-fed dog, but, you know, if it still gets its teeth on you, it's still going to hurt like hell. So uh, given that I just typed over to page 24, I'm assuming that I also opened these people's mouths because the handout is right there. Yeah, don't worry about that. We're going to get that there eventually. Just don't read any of the text, okay? It's just really big. I know. Just <laughs> please don't read any of the text. Okay. And for future reference, you may want to just go through before we run this and just snippet it and then just drop uh, the picture. I will do that. Uh, the problem is I did try to... Well, I did try to do that, and it didn't let me because apparently it was being a dick. Uh, I think it was just more my computer and not the system. Oh, okay. Well, okay. Uh, don't worry. I will, I will. Next time, I will ask somebody to do it for me. Uh, okay. And I don't really need... Uh, this is just... It's a very... A lot of things happened in this scene that I just need a map to very to describe what's happening. Sure. Okay. Uh, everything else is pretty much I can describe it. Uh, scene scene. Also, the handout needs to be just—it's—it's—it needs to be there. Uh, okay. Uh, For the sake so... of like ending, um, like player knowledge, character knowledge, dissonance, I check the the paper in their mouths. Yeah. No. Okay. Um, <laughs> I'm assuming you got a lack. Like, there's a ladder. Yeah. Uh, so you you get a ladder. You go up. Uh, you pull. Yeah. You do have to force open the mouths. I need you to give me a spot hidden though. Oh, yeah, sure, sure, sure. Uh, hold on. It's cocked. Okay. 
I'm rolling like 20 dice at once. I'm just like rolling a box of dice. Uh, that's a 36 out of 70. Okay, so uh, you realize the horrifying truth is that the uh, one of the boys that was hung up uh, was still alive when he was hanged next to his parents and brother. Uh, I'm going to save that information until I'm down from the ladder? Yes. Uh, when you when you open the uh, the note, you see the uh, handout. And just for the sake of the uh, listeners, I will say that what the handout is, is it's the Third Estate pamphlet, but with a written in blood, uh, know your place written on top of it. Printed in blood. It's very... Look, yes. Okay, somehow they got, like, amazing penmanship with blood that didn't smear. Oh, it wasn't printed? Uh, no. It, this was these, these were the only four that had it. Uh, you see numerous pamphlets of what is the third estate around the building. Uh, however, these are the only four that are... I think uh, what, um, I think, uh, when Vincent printed, he, he thought on a printing press. Yeah. Like, they had taken the time to collect blood, uh, yeah. typography out, know your place, and then reprint over the pamphlets with know your place. Oh, Which I think sure. I think Ian meant written on the... Oh, okay. We'll just, we'll just say, uh, you know, for the sake of honesty, and actually that sounds a lot better, uh, we'll just say Vince yeah. is right, and move on with the horrifying life that apparently someone decided to... By the way, when you see the impressions, it looks like they're bucket impressions. So I'm just going to say that, yes... Uh, someone collected the blood of the Raymond family and decided to print uh, blood. Uh, print, you know, know your place in blood on top of the pamphlets, which is horrifying. Yeah. It, it's the most horrifying thing you probably have seen along with the fact that there's four dead bodies cut to the bone and a headless dog. My god, the kerning is all off. The horror. <laughs> the typography. <laughs> he printed it in Comic Sans. No! <laughs> The, uh, the bastards. Yeah. <laughs> it's the pirates. <laughs> We're going to catch whoever fucking did this. I swear to God. <laughs> Graphic design is my passion? I'm, I'm going to go ahead and try to figure out how to cut them down. Uh, you, okay. Uh, yeah, you I'll can come just... down off the ladder and give the note to the sergeant. Um, and I will whisper in his ear, the young one. He was alive when he was hung. Dear God. Can someone give me a listen roll? I'll do it. Uh, sure. My ears aren't what they used to be. 46 out of 55? Okay. Uh, I'll say you and whoever's uh, the sergeant. And uh, 55 out of 75. Nice. Okay. And Prezi, uh, you all hear kind of a quiet whimper coming from the uh, from beneath a cabinet? It's the murderer! I go over to the cabinet and rip the door open. <laughs> it's a dog! It's a <laughs> There's a puppy, a white puppy with one black ear cowers. It's cowering there. You Pierce. scared a you scared a puppy. I uh, did not realize it was a puppy. Uh it jumps at it. It jumps at you, uh whining and uh licking at your face. Uh, it loves me, even though I scared it. Yeah, pussy is my different. Well, Pressy. Um Joseph, that was the same dog that was following the carriage through the street. What are you talking about? That Wait, what? You mean, are you talking about in the in the future? In the, in the future, <laughs> where, where we were like experiencing a flash forward? Oh yes, I, <laughs> yes, yes. Voma, I did I not thought, know you were a prophet. I thought, I, yeah, th- I just thought the dog was uh, following the carriage in my memory. I'm sorry, he's a Yithian, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, hold on. I didn't do that. 
Hold on, hold on. Hold on, Boma. We know you're Yithian, but you need to hold on for five <laughs> seconds and give us time to not know that. Jesus Christ. So good. <laughs> Please continue. I'm sorry. I, 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 hope, I hope everyone just stares at him and Boma's like, I mean, uh, nothing. I mean, it was I a dream. I've never this dog before in my life. Yeah. I mean, who gets who gets gets decapitated? I have no idea what you're talking about. Uh, so I suppose the dog's name is Dramatic Irony. Hey, and... can I can I take one sand off and say that I just got a glimpse of that? Okay, yeah, sure. If you want to lose one sanity and you get like a vision of of like a dog getting kicked as it leads a man in a cart to the guillotine, yes. <laughs> Yes, you can, Adam. Hey, I don't know about this condescending attitude, motherfucker. I'm going to use this to my advantage. Oh, this okay. I have a question. I, I'm not condescending. I'm, okay. I'm, I'm, I'm being congratulated. Yeah, it's fine. Dude, I'm cool. Is the gunk on the floor writing? Uh, No, it appears to be... Uh, s- like, someone put a bucket there, and then the oh, blood okay, just good. pulled around a, block- a bucket. No, it's <laughs> writing. Uh, the writing is such and such did the crime. Oh, okay, cool. Or such and such was here. Yes, I murdered these people. I'm a boss. Uh, no, no, it's it's a it's a bucket. Um, uh, I, I, you guys, uh, you kind of as you're. By the way, you don't have to be on page twenty four now. Uh, as you uh, are uh, kind of collecting yourselves, uh, and and again like trying to figure out this horrible, horrible crime, you hear uh, uh, more horses kind of arrive outside. <laughs> Sergeant, yeah. that that may be the police. I, I'll I'll go I'll go uh, speak with them. You you all do your uh, investigation. Can I can I, uh, can I take a look and try and see if I can see what was being printed on the printing press, or is yes. that pretty much obvious? Uh, I'll, I mean, I'll say specifically, it appears to be have been third estate, uh, anti, uh, anti monarchist, almost basically, uh, propaganda. Yeah. That's what it seems like. Yeah. Uh, don't, don't get it wrong. It's, that was your job. Uh, outside uh, Boma, you actually see Captain Milan arrive with uh, a couple more soldiers. He looks at you and says, uh, Soldier, get your sergeant. I need you to speak with him. Huh. Uh, yes. Uh, yes. Uh, I, I would hesitate walking in there. It's, it's uh, quite grisly. I'll, I'll get the sergeant. Walks on in. Hey, sergeant. Sergeant. <laughs> hey, sergeant. <laughs> Come on, southern accent. I think Captain Malin needs to speak with you. <laughs> Suddenly, we're transported to World War Two. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody, take a sand. <laughs> yeah, everyone just lose sand. It's like what the what happened to the guillotine? The guillotine. Uh, anyway, so uh, Milan. Yes, Milan wants to speak with uh, uh, you, Sergeant. Uh, by the way, who has the handkerchief? That was uh, Hugo, right? Uh, I think I did. Oh, you have you took it? Okay, you took it. Awesome. Yeah, you have it. Okay, great. I'm still looking around the printing press area, and I think I maybe like maybe CSI at this point because I've already figured out that the kid was alive while he was dangling. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just, maybe, maybe. Uh, so um, Question. you kind of, I mean, I'll, I'll I'll let you know this, Hugo, and you and the other two. Uh, basically, what happened is that um, Raymond. And his wife were apparently killed at the typesetting tables. Oof. Uh, while the, uh, like, basically, it doesn't seem like they had a time to put up a struggle, whereas the other two young men did so. However, the blood flow uh, indicates that 
the uh, basically their throats were cut one at a time and their blood collected. Uh, so basically the young man most likely had to watch as whoever did this slit the throats of his family and then it was his turn. What a side way to go. Yikes. Uh, yeah, it was very, uh, it's very torturous. And only that one assailant, that one arrest. I mean, the problem is, um, that's what you got from the woman that there was one. You can't be absolutely sure. I mean, there was a driver. Okay. Of the, of the carriage. Sure. Uh, and there may have been more in that carriage. You can't be sure. Uh, the problem is you guys have been walking around the very bloody crime scene and fingerprints and also, you know, muddy, funny, muddy footprints are all over the place now. Well, the only person we know who who's in that carriage is a like maybe dead woman. So like, mm-hmm. that's not great. I don't have hard evidence and it's like just after the enlightenment. So I'm not like super sure, but it, it's 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 all signs point to uh the unnatural occurring uh anyways uh sorry ethan do you want to say something uh so is is melon his first name or his last name uh Milan is his last name uh louis oh, okay. captain louis Milan. i i wrote it down in the general chat gotcha um okay but yeah i'll go i'll go right out and yeah and speak him. I'll have it done. He's, uh, yeah he's like uh i heard uh sergeant do you have a report for me? I do. It would seem the family was hung by the neck after their throats were slit. Uh, except for the young one, he uh, he was hung and then his throat was slit. Oh. And it's quite simple. They collected all of the blood and uh, they printed on this man's printing press. Uh, what did they print again? Know your uh, place? You can just hand the piece of paper, which I can oh, yeah. uh, it's, Well, what, what they were printing was, what is the third estate? And then... Apparently, the assailant printed "Know Your Place in Blood" on the third estate pamphlets. Yeah, I'll I'll just hand them the pamphlet. Uh, this is what they were printing on the press. Okay. We hand it for the third estate. Oh, oh, yeah. This is troubling. Did not think that this uh this is getting out of hand. More and more of the third estate is rebelling against the monarchy. I do not know how to feel about this. Did you find anything else? Perhaps maybe about uh, information on who did this. Uh, and nothing to speak of. Uh, you got the handkerchief. The, yeah, I know, but and the description of the carriage. Oh yeah, that's right. I'll describe the carriage to him, and uh, and I'll show him the the handkerchief. Like this is our only lead. Oh, you're gonna show him the handkerchief? Against my better judgment. Okay. Uh, so when you show him that, so he he seems very disturbed when you when you mention the carriage, but when you show him the handkerchief, his face just goes white. Also, uh, there was a dog, and his head was. Uh, he's not really focusing on that part anymore. Uh, <laughs> I said his head was ripped right off. He's a little. He's he's distracted. He knows mouth is still open. It was really gross. Uh, hey, hey, Captain. Can... Hey, Captain. Are you listening? Look, here's the head. The head's right here in my <laughs> oh, hand. Yeah. All right, bark, bark, bark. <laughs> Rub it on his face. That'll get his attention. <laughs> click, click, click. Uh, what about okay. you? seen the ghost. Uh, I am Spanish all of a sudden. He 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 uh he takes the handkerchief, uh and he puts it in his pocket and says, uh, "Do not speak a word of any of this to anybody, uh, and tell your men to do the same. Uh, otherwise, there will be grave consequences for you and your men." Uh, I, uh, for now, uh, you're dismissed. I need you to report back to me at the pal- at the Versailles Palace of Versailles on uh, the day after tomorrow, June fourth. Holy uh, shit! What? <laughs> <laughs> oh boy 
I'm sorry, I was snickering because he said it was a grave matter. We just came from the catacombs and I'm a child. That's a pretty good reason. It's a pretty good reason. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. You'll be presenting uh, evidence and giving testimony to me and a certain other individual. I need you to be at the palace uh, on June 4th. So prepare yourself and make haste. And what are we to be testifying about? That is a matter that will be discussed when you get there. For now, speak to no one about what you've seen or heard. Is that understood? Sergeant. Understood. Good. Make your make sure your men understand the same. We will copy that. Speaking of all that, while they're out there talking, because I walked in and got the sergeant and left him, <laughs> I would like to, like to <laughs> walk in the office and do a quick spot hidden to see if I can see anything. So it seems like we're gonna have to get the fuck out of here real quick. Okay. That would so be, roll a, that'd be a funny, funny cut to them like like we're gonna tell everybody right <laughs> yeah. like them like like with an audience and they're like yeah the dog head was over there and this was in the printing press in the or worse memory. we're setting up the printing press and writing up a pamphlet about this <laughs> okay this so i want to make sure to this family <laughs> yep just make sure like that the bodies are like okay you no know, we'll get a picture of the bodies here and we'll put like the head of the dog here on the title page. I know an etcher. We'll get them to do a quick etching, and we'll include that with the printing. It'll be fine. We'll use their blood. We don't even need ink. <laughs> a shocking tale of a family destroyed by the aristocrats. Printed in their own blood on their own skin. <laughs> Sorry, Landlady Madame Boussat tells all. Oh my god. Oh my god. Holy shit. Somehow because the blood it... turns yellow because this is a tabloid. Yeah, you invent you invented the gossip section in 1789. Oh, oh, using, oh, we definitely did not at all. No, you didn't invent. Sorry, you didn't you didn't invent it, but you definitely made it. Uh, you, you, you perfected it. Guess what I found? By the way, I wrote a I wrote a 17 on my spot hidden. Is there anything in the office? Well, you find uh, actually when you open up some of the drawers, you find actually a bag of coins. Uh, no, I didn't. <laughs> of course you're right what am i talking about of course you didn't uh but if we were going to attach a monetary value <laughs> to this hypothetical uh, bag of coins i'll say you, you whatever your credit rating is just got increased by 20 percent. fuck hot damn so you're Wait, you uh... gonna be too good for this unit now <laughs> i may have just increased my pay grade sergeant i quit any punch <laughs> So, John, I guess I'm going to go on with my life's work now to be a dancer. <laughs> okay, so, yeah, is there anything else besides money? Uh, Nothing plot-wise. Seems to be this was, well, there's some, like, financial documents. Uh, uh, I don't see shit. Yeah, pretty much. Nothing, nothing. Written in beautiful calligraphy. Signed, not a vampire. So twenty percent of my twenty percent, or just add twenty. I'll just say it could be a magic using ghoul. Hey, hey, hey! Shh, shh, shh! No spoilers! No spoilers! All right. So, uh, a quick. uh, You would add twenty percent. Okay. Uh, I didn't find anything here. Check the storeroom. Okay, I go check the storeroom. Check the storeroom. Is there ink here? Um, There is ink. There's um, uh, a lot of other you know like supplies and whatnot. Uh. There's also if what's your spot hidden? It's really high. It's a seventy. Okay, so I'll just give it this to you free. You find like a stash of of wine that appears to have been smuggled in. No, you did. No, I, I did. I found no such wine. Does this wine increase my credit rating or does it increase my charm? 
Depends on uh, depends on how you want to use it, Tugel. Probably increases your strength. <laughs> just like I love to think the sergeant, the men come in, the sergeant leaves, and then the men just come out and they're like, "We quit. We found everything." It increases my masculinity. <laughs> yes. Uh, well, that's, that's what you think. I'll you just tuck it into my bag. I'll just tuck this wine into my bag. It's fine. Sure. It's perfectly fine. Listen, we might need wine later for, like, bribery or drinking. It's fine. Uh, non-taxed wine would definitely be a good bribery tool, so yeah. You could also use it to, like, heal sand loss, maybe. <laughs> or, uh, <laughs> uh, or maybe. Sweet, sweet liquor to make the pain go away. <laughs> I've, I've been stabbed in the face. And liquor will make it go, uh, be better. Mm-hmm. Okay, so um, you guys... Uh, so I'm just going to say Renal comes in. I don't know how you want to describe that they're apparently going to literally the Palace of Versailles, but I'll let that be up to your role-playing ability. Uh, ben, I have just talked to the captain, and uh, come gather around. Okay, so uh, I look up from tying my boots. Uh, okay. Uh, uh, yes, Captain. Uh, session. <laughs> oh, that Beaumont, always always making sure his shoelaces are tied and his boots are polished. <laughs> Good man. like that guy. Uh, <laughs> speaking kind of a hushed Tone, the captain has sworn us to secrecy. I'm sorry? He's told us not to tell anybody about what we saw here. And but we were going to do this pamphlet and everything. <laughs> we have I to... already contacted the engraver. We have we have twenty orders already. I paid up front. <laughs> when? <laughs> it's only been twenty minutes. He works quickly. <laughs> Damn, he's very good. We've been sworn to secrecy and fill him or we will be going to uh, none other than the Palace of Versailles tomorrow. My chance. I don't have anything to wear to the Palace of Day after tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. Like I said, the day after tomorrow. Uh, uh, this is serious. I agree. We are to testify on a matter <laughs> that I was not And What court are we testifying in? I do not know. That is the scientist's part. Hmm. Didn't he let me... Did he take the handkerchief or... Yeah, he took it. Yeah, he took it. Oh, okay. But we can all you testify to its existence. If everyone wants to roll uh, an idea, which is intelligence, maybe of what the handkerchief stood for. Okay, I felt that. <laughs> I'm thinking about quitting this chicken shit outfit and spending my money. That's You'd your be best tagged. move, really. You'd be I have no idea what handkerchiefs mean. I'm from Breton. <laughs> You're right. Uh, did I made it 27 out of 50. All right, uh, this is way too scandalous to just consider other than, eh, maybe it'd be a joke, but maybe it was Marie Antoinette's handkerchief. <laughs> uh, Shit. Well, I, I fuck. I don't say I, that at all. That, that goes no. right in the old uh, back pocket. Wasn't Marie Antoinette like eight years old at the time this is taking place? No, she no. was already married. She was married in Queen of so France. She was eight. And she had a child at this point. She wasn't eight. Okay. No, she was she was pretty uh she was like in her twenties or thirties. She was in her like early twenties. Um she was married real young, as Austrian princesses are wont to do. Uh, I think it's just nobility in general, but Yeah. Percy, do you think it was that Wreath Witherspoon bit? <laughs> oh, no, <never> mind. <laughs> no, Kristen Dunst is Kristen Dunst. Oh whatever. Same thing. I mean, Wait, uh, maybe... this is a handkerchief belonging to a Reese Witherspoon. <laughs> no, they cut their throat. It looks like a sharper object than the spoon. Anyway, I, I... <laughs> she, she has a spoon off with her head. 
Viva Revolution. Oh no, it's the it's the dreaded spoon serial killer. They kill with the deadly spoon. It takes uh, for, um, it takes a very killer. long time. In fact, <laughs> it takes years. Oh. Okay. Anyway, so uh, gotta fucking want it, man. Keep going. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, you guys are gonna be heading to Versailles. Okay. Uh, I will. Do I have enough money to take a bath? I feel like I feel like going to Versailles is an occasion. Are we supposed to be gross when we go there? I mean, to be fair, uh, actually, when when uh, Versailles at this time. Might have been this. It might have been a little bit earlier, but at this time, uh, Versailles itself is shithole. Uh, uh, it's not a shithole so much as it it stinks. Uh, oh. The reason why people wear perfume is because everything stinks. Uh, okay. I this just that's what I learned about the palace. Like apparently, just it stunk, and that's why people wore. Uh, Wore perfume and apparently it just it did not smell great around that time. Okay. Uh, I I personally just blame the fact that the Aristos were spending too much time eating cake. Uh, now, uh, so have we been dismissed from this scene, or like are we going to go are, ahead and jump to that? Uh, you are you are being dismissed. Basically, you're given a full day of like tomorrow. You're given a full day. You can sleep in, which is you know ooh, uh, and uh, you're given like you basically you can get ready, and then you're going to be marched ten miles. To All right. get, to get to Versailles, uh, in order to make sure you're on time. Um, and on now Versailles is outside of Paris, so when yeah, you do no, but it is out. Uh, you pass the wall of the tax farmers generals. That's where basically everyone who's taxed to get inside the city. Uh, disconsolate farmers are lined up outside, waiting to pay the exorbitant, exorbitant, or exorbitant customs duties. Many shout and complain about the high taxes. Beyond the walls, dozens of taverns have been set up to avoid the tax on alcohol. Uh, mm-hmm. Maybe you feel like getting a drink, maybe not. That's up to you. Uh, but you uh, basically, once you clear this wall, you're on your way to uh, Versailles. Uh, when you arrive at the palace, the contrast to the desperate streets, streets of Paris is striking. A shimmering expanse of finely manicured lawns and gardens strewn in all directions beneath a clear and beautiful summer's day. Uh, exquisitely dressed gentlemen and ladies promenade. Sorry, they're using big big boy words here. Uh, promenade along the pass. Stiffly attired servants stand alongside gazebos that contain tables laden with fruit, cheese, cakes, and wine. Um, when you arrive, uh, there's a line of carriages parked along uh sweeping driveways. Um, plenty of you feel. I- I'm sure. The sergeant uh, made sure that everyone is dressed in their proper uniform, the finest uniform that they could get. Uh, unless he didn't, cut, in which case, all right. Cut to me, like, like putting one of them's tie on for him, like, oh, god damn. <laughs> oh, you're our dad! <laughs> oh, I, I, mean, right. uh, I need someone to roll a spot hidden. Sure. All right, I guess Hugels are spot hidden in person. I have a 70 spot hidden. That's, that's yeah, fair that's, enough. That's probably better than mine. Uh, uh, I got a 30 on the nose. All right, so you happen to see the uh, the white carriage with red trim. Uh, I, looks elbow, like... I elbow the, the sergeant. I sort of cock my head at it. There appears to be a servant uh, standing uh, just out, just with the carriage, uh, a whip at his side. Uh, he's, he's just kind of standing at attention, kind of just keeping an eye on anybody. 
Okay, well, I'm not gonna go up and approach. I'm just, I'm just letting him know that I see it. That's fair. That's fair. It's, it's, excuse me, excuse me, Sergeant. I walk away. Go, excuse me, young man. I've seen this carriage many times. Uh, who does it? To whom does this belong to? Uh, you see the uh, the man kind of lays his hand on on his whip as uh, as you approach. Uh, he says, "This is this belongs to the Comte Finalique." Comte de Finalique, eh? Oh, I will okay. type his name down. It is it's it's uh, quite uh, striking. Okay, I yes, day, it sir. is a good carriage. Does this guy seem like inhuman? Uh what a crazy thought, Prezi. Uh I mean I mean he so just the way you, he's speaking seems Are like... you going up to him? No. Hey, I, are I'm... you perhaps possessed or a thrall to a vampire? <laughs> no, I'm not going for <laughs> Yeah, I'm not gonna ask him that. I'm yeah. just like kinda. Hey, could you show me your teeth? I wanna make sure. Uh no, no, no. Uh I mean you could roll psychology. I mean, uh, Adam's character would have to roll psychology, and that would. Yeah, hit. I've got a psychology skill at twenty percent. Nice. Roar dice cup. Odd eight. Nice. <laughs> um, easy roll a dice cup. Uh, he seems. I wouldn't say entranced. I would say more. I have that way on people. I mean, you you kind of <laughs> do. I mean, let's be honest here. You kind of do. You have. You have a way. Uh, sorry, I thought Ethan just said I need to get a drink of blood, and I was just like, wait, hold on, what? Uh, we are not anti-vampire on this show. No, uh, vampires are all welcome. Um, I would say he just seems kind of more um, robotic in his functions. What is that? Uh, well, oh, sorry, mechanical. Uh, just more like... Like, you know, off. like... Don't cut, yeah, like, what, what kind of t- tipped me off? It's like something was up with him. It was like it's a, it's a very good carriage, just like you know, wrote dead. Was it like wrote deadpan, just uh, mm-hmm. no inflection whatsoever? Uh, just curious out of everyone. Uh, so it's about ten forty. Did we want to stop at like eleven fifteen, eleven, eleven thirty? What did we want to stop? I do I work I, in the morning. I don't work in the morning, but Joe does. I'm sure. Uh yes. How much? How much more time would you like to spend with the show? Uh, eleven fifteen is good. Uh, hopefully we can get like the the information from whoever we're gonna meet here, and then after that, I think would be a good stopping point, like a natural one. Yeah, sure. Okay. Uh, okay. So, uh, you guys go into the palace. Um, it is it's a big ass palace, and there's a lot of buildings. But I'm gonna say you go into the main building for wise <laughs> for plot. Uh, you hear plenty of Aristos discussing things back and forth. Um, you know that the the learn that the dolphin who is the heir to the throne, uh, is actually gravely ill with consumption. Uh, he apparently isn't was sent to Paris about a month ago. Uh, no. yeah. The uh the the common folk uh continue to hold their meetings uh about the recognition of the third estate, uh, parliament of people dependent of the crown and throne. Counter church, the communes are soon to petition the king recognize their authority, um, which will in the future lead to the uh, tennis court oath in like a couple days. In like a couple days. Well, I think that's after the is that that's before the fall of the Bastille, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Anyways, so, uh, but I will say for Pressy, uh, you do know that uh, you see your beloved Melody uh, in the crowd. Uh, her her golden hair shines in the sun as she walks. Uh, with her arm upon her father's. I sign my love to her and be damned to her father. Yes. 
<laughs> she, she, she exchanges a secretive but longing glance with you, Pressy. I trail behind to hold it as long as possible. Yes. Uh, <laughs> and then I catch back up. I wipe my eyes a little bit. Yeah. I'm fine. Uh, Nothing. Well, yep. You're weeping openly. I am not. That is Get not yourself together, man. Pressy, I'm uh, confused. Do you think women appreciate men who weep openly? Just at the sight of them? It's not it's not the sight. It's it's the it's the sight combined with the inaccessibility the that we are prevented from being together. Yes, it's yes, the tragedy. The perfume is oppressive. It stings the nose. <sighs> My eyes are watering just now, thinking about it. Okay. Uh, yes, so we're all terrible right. people. Yeah. <laughs> Do you guys um so I wanna know ask before you you know where Captain Malon uh the sergeant knows where Captain Malon is supposed to be. The captain uh He's somewhere down the corridors. Um, and you'll see him when you know him due to plot convenience. Um, does anyone want to ask any of the Aristos or possible servants about Comte Finalique? I think I... can't I... really ask the aristocrats. I mean, you can. I... You're, you can. You just... I'm yeah, I don't... Let's not suffer gonna... penalties. Yeah. I'll super have... ask the servants, particularly maid servants, if they know anything about him. Okay. Uh, I need you to roll me um, persuade. Persuade, because when you try to ask, they they, they try to come up with like, oh, um, I I need to go do uh, a thing. No, 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 no. It is okay. Uh, Forty nine out of seven. Okay. You give them uh, the secret. I'm also a woman. Wink. <laughs> no, I'm I'm just like, I'm just acting like I would like to be treated with a human being. Uh, oh yeah, that'll do it too. Yeah, I believe you are a human being. Oh, thank you. I do too. Uh, well, it's, not, it's not so so, so textual. No, I know. Like like I know. like showing his ankle. Like uh No, I, I actually I want to know. Uh, are you how how are you? Kind of like how do you say? How do you convince a servant? Like um, one of the maids tries to make an excuse. Like how do you convince her to with words? Because you already passed. Uh, Madame. It will not make its way back, but I have heard other things from other girls that there is a problem with Fenelik, and we are looking into Fenelik. Okay, okay. I, well, if others say it, um, he um he demands that servants be whipped for anything that they fail, or or for even talking in his presence. Beatings are common every day, uh, but these ones are especially severe. Uh, and his brute of a driver administers the thrashings. He Comte always watches. As if he's relishing it. I remember on one occasion he uh, deliberately jostled a young servant's elbow to make him spill wine all over him, earning the poor boy a terrible flogging. Uh, he died of his injuries. I, I I can't speak. I have to. I have to. I have to go. No, it, it, it is okay. She, she scurries off. Uh, so if you guys aren't going to ask any of the other. Uh, I'll I'll let you put give the mind hive mind to that to the other players. Um, I mean, I'll I'll like tell them also when I come yeah. back. Yeah. Is, would there be any point in like maybe me finding a palace guard or something to talk to? Someone I might like, you know, sure. be able to approach a little better than a noble. Sure. Right. Uh let's see. It'd be what? Uh oh, I do a persuade at sixty. I mean, yeah, just roll real persuasion. Uh six ah, shit. No, no, ninety-four. Yeah. Um uh I'm sorry. Hey, who's that count? <laughs> that, that horse outside. Did you want to push? <laughs> Yo, anybody notice Count? 
<laughs> did you wanna did you wanna push that roll, Ethan, or did you wanna push it? So pushing it means I get to re-roll, yeah. Yeah, but if you fail, something worse happens. Like he, <laughs> he might... was behind you the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, whip this man. No. Ah no. Uh, he just tears your head off. That's what I meant to say. He just did. He <laughs> <laughs> just like sub zero style. It's like whoosh. <laughs> Oh man, you just oh man, just <gasps> fatality. Yeah. <laughs> so do you want to, what do you want to do, Ethan? Do you want to push it or do you want to not push it? I want to push it. Okay. Nice. Foolish choice. <laughs> I respect 45. your bravery, sir. Okay. All right. So you you kind of you push it a little bit more. Like no no, come on, tell me a bit about and 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 the guard kind of finally relents and says, "All right, fine." What I know is he uh he's a German uh and he was a recent arrival at court uh. No one can speak uh speak with authority of, of his lineage, though. And I also know that he's uh, he's quite handsome, and he uh, he's very popular with the court and the ladies. Uh, so when he says German, does does he mean he speaks German, or he's Prussian? He, I mean, he does speak German, but he's also uh, it says German. But I think those okay. for all right. So there from one of the tiny Prussian, he, he's yeah, from Prussia. Sorry, there, like him. there are German city states. There's like the language is called German. Like okay, let me, let me put it this way. He speaks German, but he claims lineage from Prussia. Okay, all right. Uh, I I do apologize. That was just the way that was written in the book. I think for people. Well, I, yeah, I was just like, like I was wondering, like, is he from one of the city states or, <laughs> or what? Who is this guy? He's from the future. Uh, no, he's, you're he's, you're right. He has German nationality and a passport. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like wait a minute, you're like a hundred years too too early. <laughs> And he's like, uh, it's like, I don't know what you're talking about. I'm a reverse vampire. Look at that. A distraction. Do oh, not distraction. question me. Do not Ooh, question me. Oh, man. So, okay. so um, if if that's what you got, if that's it, uh, you guys can find Captain Milan pretty easily. A man like this, as we're walking up to Captain Milan, a man like this is the kind of man who would push himself on people. I can't awesome. imagine any of the ladies that they said no, that he would take no for an answer. Oh, hey, Captain. What's happening, Captain? No, I don't say that. Yo, 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 what's up, (laughs) M-Dog? So, Captain Malone, um, he's kind of, he's, 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 he's got his arms crossed and he's tapping his foot. Uh, Seems kind of rather impatient. Uh, You aren't late, uh, but he kind of almost acts as if you are. Uh, He says, uh, come on, quickly. Uh, He kind of hurries you guys inside of a large gilded chambers. Uh, that have actually seen better days. Um, it appears that this area, interior area, has been just neglected. Uh, uh, for some time. Um, maybe it has to do with the fact that the entire country is broke. I don't know. Uh, but I wouldn't, you know, not bet on that. Sergeant does. <laughs> it kind of does. Mm. Oh, not enough perfume. Here is a uh, stink, by the way, or smell. Mm. I could tell. Plus, he may break out into tears at any minute. <laughs> we need to get this. It is very disturbing. His emotional vulnerability is exposed further. I will be dehydrated from this terrible stink <laughs> and my constant weeping. Uh, uh, so, who else is waiting in this gilded cage? Um, they actually, he yeah. So he leads you into uh, uh, the drawing room. We're actually the Dr. Uh, Regalt, the man who was overseeing the moving of the bones to the catacomb, uh, uh-huh. is waiting. Uh, he says, oh, and he wipes his 
uh, forehead with the handkerchief. Oh, good. Good to see you. Uh, you made it on time. <sighs> let's let's get this started. Good to see that you made it out of the catacombs on time. Alida says you were the first one out. Oh, please. I never went in there in the first place. That's for working, man. Ah. <laughs> yes, your, your hands are too soft for that, I see. Let's just proceed. I have... Oh, all right. <laughs> Listen. Uh, Milan says... Yeah, Dr. Regaltier has been attending to the Delphine in Paris uh, while also supervising the nightly movement dead, as you well know, and uh, is a bit on edge from exhaustion. So you'll have to forgive him if he's a bit rude. Uh, now, if you could just recount what you uh, encountered two nights ago. Uh, the catacombs or... You could yeah. just... We'll, no, we'll at just, the crime sorry. scene. Yeah, the crime scene. Uh, we will... I, I would like to just skip a little ahead of just you recount. Of what happened. Uh, yeah. And that's when he came in and told us not to print multiple pamphlets about the incident. <laughs> we had a buyer set up and everything. <laughs> uh, uh, Regal, actually, he as you as you re- do so, he, he kind of fixes uh, his eyes on each of you, hanging on everywhere. Um, however, when you mention a white carriage with red trim, both of their eye- eyebrows just kind of shoot up. Uh, and they nodded each other and it's like, well, I see uh, you may have seen Comte Fenelix. Uh, this is Milan. Uh, you may have seen Comte Fenelix, uh carriage at the crime scene. And uh, if you have that handkerchief, I would say that that makes things even worse now. How so? Uh, he hands the handkerchief to uh, Regalt. Regalt says, uh, this may be Marie Antoinette's handkerchief. You're kidding me. <laughs> Who? I'm just kidding. I'm joking. I'm sorry. I was about to just slap. <laughs> uh, Comte Finalique has been uh has been a pain in the in the side to the crown for some time now. It appears that he may be having some sway on Marie Antoinette. However, if I can use this and what you have described, uh, I can maybe convince Her Majesty the Queen to withdraw support for the Comte. All I know is that he is quite a clever man. A clever man? Yes. You see, and then just as he's about to go in, suddenly everyone hears a scream coming out, ringing throughout the palace. Is it? Is it lunchtime? Uh, no, no. Uh, Milan and Regalt rush out to the main hallway. Okay, I guess we'll follow, right? Yeah. Right? Uh, sergeant's in charge. Seems like we should follow. <laughs> Good call, Sergeant. You're a good man. I agree. Let's go. Uh, <laughs> You're right. I am the best. Oh. I do like this. We should keep this going. <laughs> there's a there's a a, a crier uh, from inside the 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 palace. Screams out, uh, "The dauphin is dead. He has succumbed to consumption." Uh, everyone needs to roll sand. Oh no, not the dauphin. <laughs> yeah, even if you are not. Is supporter. You need to roll sand because that's oh. real bad. Don't care. <laughs> Thirty under six. I'll have another kid. It's fine. I have sixty-nine sand. I don't want to lose any. Twenty. I lost. I passed a twenty-one out of fifty-four. Did everyone pass? Yep. Yeah, I did. I don't know what they're making a big deal about this dolphin for anyway. Is mm, a dolphin? I, you know, I don't even like sea creatures. So, like, the French do call the prince, like, who's coming, the, the heir to the throne, the dolphin, for reasons that are completely baffling. 
Is like, it the dolphin or is it the dolphin? It's the dolphin, but like if you translate that, it's just dolphin. Wait, is it really? Yeah. Okay, well, <laughs> I, I'm going to be honest. I actually live on a dolphin street. So. Next to it's, Flipper Avenue. Yeah, it's right next <laughs> to Flipper Avenue and Garfield Lane. There's a uh, uh, Dolphin County in Pennsylvania as well. Spelled yeah, the same we try way. not to. Yeah, it's it it got all weird. Anyways, point is, uh, so everyone also real luck because ladies are swooning from the terrible news. Ah, shit, happens all the time, man. Must uh, catch a lady. Uh, three, uh, nine. I caught a lady. Uh, I don't know. What's my luck? Well, my luck. Uh, do you catch? Do you want to catch? They're swooning right next to you. Doesn't mean you have to catch. Uh, I don't catch a lady. I absolutely must catch a lady. As it is you catch. I'll say. I'll say Pressy catches. I'll say Pressy catches Melody. Nice. FYI, I'm right, pasting the crest is. of the dolphin in the uh, in the chat. It's literally a crest covered in dolphins and fleur de lis. What the fuck? Holy, holy crap! All right, like, so dolphins. I'm I'm okay. making since I critted my luck. I am rolling a d6 to see how many women I catch. <laughs> I, I catch five with my big long arms. <laughs> Uh, sure. We'll we'll say that you you catch sequentially in turn. Uh, I, I slipped melody a, a love like ladder I'd been carrying. They're like lined oh, up, like okay. falling like dominoes, and he just like. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like if you do not, uh, you do not catch one. Uh, uh, she goes, ah, oh, why did you not catch me? <laughs> Stacking my cork wood. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so uh, Vince. Uh, yes. She goes, oh, why did you not catch me? Oh, that was at me. Yeah. Um, Tell her you were repelled by the miasma of poop odor around her. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm I'm going to say nothing, and I'm just going to keep marching with my squad. <laughs> uh, uh, okay. Uh, they may come to bite you later. Maybe not. We'll see. <laughs> Uh, I'm just gonna write down "screw Vince Slater" over. Got it? Okay. Uh, no, I'm just joking. Uh, or am I? Uh, so like, as you... I just don't want to be. I just don't want to interact with like them. No, or... it's fine. It's it's your character. You know, screw the aristocrats. They're assholes. Uh, so I'm pretending got... I didn't notice her yelling at me. Essentially, yes. Um, so as you uh kind of go throughout the the watch people faint or panic or you know like uh what are we gonna do now like uh the, the heir to the, the only heir to the throne is now dead uh a man appears he's dressed impeccably his wig fits sits perfectly the buckles on his shoes shine brightly his expression is stern with just the slightest hint of satisfaction uh-huh. uh he kind of he he moves gracefully through the palace but however he locks eyes it's the bad with guy you. everyone <laughs> Guys, I think that's the bad. Yeah, no, he locks eyes with you, Boma. His 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 gaze is intense, and I need you to roll a pal. All right, that's probably fine. He's gonna steal your soul out of your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! You made me roll off. <laughs> I wrote it in the chair. All right, we'll try again. Uh, one. Fuck you. Oh, oh man. Oh man. You steal so, his soul. <laughs> <laughs> so so here's what happens. You guys lock eyes. And uh, uh, he actually, his Listen, eyes. Ass, I have we lock eye because I only have one left. Oh yeah, he locks eye. You lock. He, he locks eye with your eye, and he actually, his his mouth. Uh, the smirk he had 
drops and he uh he's actually forced to look away a bit. Interesting. I think you turned him gay. <laughs> Sorry, John. I am swinging the big dick. <laughs> he uh, he approaches you, Beaumont. He says, uh, "Hello. Uh, do I know you from somewhere? Uh, have we met? I never forget a face, and you seem familiar." Uh, I just have one of those faces, I I suppose. Mm, yes, the common folk always do. Yeah. Uh, well, I guess I shouldn't spend my time with you so long. I do need to be off now. Uh, shame about the the dolphin. Such a young boy. Consumption. So sad, isn't it? Uh, uh, incredibly. Yes. Uh, you know, I heard that uh, apparently the regalts have been exhuming graveyards. Uh, it's poss- Maybe is it possible that the doctor infected the boy with something that he picked up? That would be an unfortunate uh, lapse of judgment. Uh, of course not. The doctor would never dirty his hands with touching corpses, Seth. Uh, or any well. any kind of work at all. <laughs> well, I must be off. I must go comfort the queen. Uh, uh-huh. I'm just rolling a psychology on this exchange. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Surgeon, that's the asshole. I don't make it. A 60 over 45. It's too too much about this guy. Like too, you you you, you can't get a read on him. Uh, so yeah. So dolphin yeah. is dead. And is that is the dead. end of the session. Uh, well, you have one more thing. Uh, Milan, Milan kind of collects you guys back to the to the room and says, "Look." It looks like our plan is shot. We can't convince uh, with the queen in grief and Fenelik comforting her. I don't think we can convince the queen without some even more hard evidence. We need to link him to the to the printers or some other crime so he can be prosecuted openly. Listen to me. Mm-hmm. I need you to go reconnoiter his mansion in Poise. Infiltrate the grounds, uh, but make sure you're not seen or raise any suspicion. And avoid Fenelik at all costs. The man is dangerous, but uh, see if you can collect any kind of evidence of his crimes. All right, uh, <clears throat> anything that would basically have him prosecuted in court. Uh, I need enough information to stage a full raid on the mansion and capture him uh, with proof of his guilt on site. Uh, I will give you. Uh, he he kind of he actually he writes down a letter. And he hands it to the sergeant. He says, this will give you full authorization to recreation supplies and horses as you need. Uh, be uh, careful. Sergeant, are we, are we investigating or are we arresting? Investigating. No, like, the, it, no. I'm asking this in character, given that um, we've just been given authority to like, grab whatever supplies we want. Like, from the armory? That seems like a big thing. Uh, was it, were you asking me? or? Yeah, the, uh, yeah. I was asking my sergeant. You're my sergeant. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, we are to investigate. I don't think we have to make any of us yet. Perhaps that may change. He <sighs> no one suspects the sergeant is a spy with this ever-changing... <laughs> uh, so you must uh, now quickly leave. Uh, best to hurry. Uh, time is of the essence. Uh-huh. So, um, just really quick. As you guys uh, as you guys leave, uh, Pressy, uh, yes. you notice <clears throat> Melody finally alone without her father. I rush over. <laughs> she says, oh, Pressy. <laughs> Joe? <laughs> I was vaping. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't know you were vaping. <laughs> oh, I'm always vaping. <laughs> just, I love to think Boma was just like, damn it, Pressy, I was vaping here. 
<laughs> uh, I have the vapors. <clears throat> oh my. Uh, no, she says, oh, Pressy, this news is so horrible. Hold me. Uh, I hold her. <laughs> of course. Uh, and uh, It's truly uh, a distressing moment, but the like nation behind, will endure. Behind her back, like facing him, we're all like like wiping our eyes or something. <laughs> but uh, uh, where will you go, Pressy? I have my duty, but rest assured, I will soon prove myself and be gain the officerhood that will finally gain your father's respect. And then I will be able to ask for your hand. Oh, I count the days with, with a beating heart. And then uh, <laughs> she she gives you a brief kiss. I, yeah, great. <laughs> awesome. Uh, looks like the sun shines on your world for a brief instant. Yeah. Does he regain sanity? No. No. <laughs> no, that's no. No, when he marries her, It hasn't sure. worked out, yeah. No, yeah, when he marries her, sure. It, no, not right now. Okay, uh, so I will say that's going to be the end of session one. All right, so, so I would like to nominate our club, our organization as Sergeant Renault's uh, Lonely Hearts Club Band. <laughs> Fuck you guys. <laughs> you act like you've never had a, a, an impossible love you've spent your whole life striving after. Fuck. I don't know. I'm pretty sure Hugo Hugo takes the cake on that. No, I, I'm unhappily married. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. Wait, am I happily? I can't remember what it said. All I know I is think that you yeah. are happily married. I think. Yeah, oh I mean, no, I am happily married. Yeah. 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 To my one-legged husband. <laughs> to my sister wife. And technically, faking marriage to my sister, which is really fun. Which <laughs> is great. Oh, Hugo, is this your wife? Yes, she is my wife. Yes, very much and, so. And nothing else. <laughs> she like my sister and I at this point get a kick out of making each other uncomfortable in public by like overemphasizing how married we are. <laughs> okay. So guys, uh comments, suggestions, concerns, funny anecdotes. No, I've really enjoyed it, man. Like um yep. you know It's a good time. I think looking forward to the next step. Oh yeah. <laughs> I can't wait. You, you balanced everything out appropriately. You know, you didn't let one action overtake the other. Um, and, you know, you put up with our bullshit. Which... Uh, I mean, I didn't have to do much. You guys just charged into the Cthulhu bullshit yourself. <laughs> <laughs> well, we are playing the game. It's not like, fuck your yeah. premise. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to, I'm going to quit and go be a baker now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm having a lot of fun. Do we have time to go back to the catacombs and investigate the hole in the wall? <laughs> no, you don't have time to go back to the catacombs and the hole in the wall. Damn it. You have to go it's forward only... with the plot. Ugh, I want to investigate the hole in the wall. Don't worry, you'll investigate that sometime in the next session when you have proper time and aren't under the orders of a captain. I appreciate you letting me still... 20% of wealth, by the way. But anyway, I guess we can... I mean, yeah. Like, I'm just redistributing it to the people in need. Namely uh, me. Well, my father. That's why I did it. I'm supposed yeah. to be a good guy. But, you know. Uh, I mean, it, they're not going to need it anymore. They're dead. Yeah, true. I mean, I could have put <laughs> coins on their eyes, but they were still dangling. <laughs> so it would have just fell off. So, I mean, been a waste. But with that note, I will go ahead and banish Craig and thank our listeners yeah. again. And thank you, Internet. Thank you. This is uh, good. Why uh, do well, you say bye in French, Vince? Oh, uh-huh. uh, Au revoir. Are we, are we familiar or not? Uh, well, 
well, yeah, but you know, for our Patreon backers. Back oh, you know this. what? We're parasocial. We're familiar. Salut. <laughs> Salut. Salut. Salut.